Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. USA! USA! Shot clock turned off. Calvary. Hall. Eight to shoot. Hall. The runner! Loose ball! It's good! Williams Goss comes out of the pack. Matthews for three. It's time for Zag Hoop Talk with Jack and Zach on the Believe Podcast Network. Oh, wow. Here's Jack Ferris. They found mold in my apartment. And Rob Zachary. I'm pretty much the monkey with the bone. What's up, Eddie Ankh? How's it going, man? I know you're new to the show, but I uh, greatly appreciate you coming on today. Well, you know... Um, Appreciate you having me. I'm just glad that Omar Samhan wasn't available so I could take this time. There you go. Already bringing up Samhan at the beginning of the show. <laughs> to come out throwing jabs, right? I see that. Where are you calling from right now? Coming from Walla Walla, Washington, uh, in my uh, backyard, actually. The city so nice, they named it twice. The city so tw- nice, they named it twice. I uh, <laughs> live out in the country, so you're going to hear... Um, we have 26 chickens that free range, so you're gonna hear. You probably hear some chickens in the background, so don't uh, don't mind that. No, 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 no. Talk to me about them chickens. How many eggs do you get a day? Oh, we get anywhere. Well, 16 are not laying as of yet. They're uh, they'll probably start laying in August, but we get we get about six to eight a day. Really? Yes. Oh, yeah. I was thinking about doing. How much maintenance is it? It's not a lot of maintenance. Just a coop, and um, I mean the the poop cleanup. That's if they're free range. That's uh, that's probably your biggest, your biggest. Uh, really? Oh yeah. But like, I mean, with that being said, like if I started with like two to three chickens, would I be cool? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And there's nothing like fresh eggs. I that's what I I miss that about Japan like they all the eggs that you bought from the store are like fresh and it's a different color yolk. But yeah, I was just gonna say that the yolk is it's like a like orangish, you know. Um, it's yeah, they're fantastic. We have them every morning. Every morning. <sighs> I'm jealous. I'm so jealous. Now that being said, do you use the poop for fertilizer? Uh, we throw not well. Yes, because we uh we have a compost bin, so we'll. We'll, uh, we'll throw it in there for compost. Oh, man. So for, for our listeners, they probably don't know who Eddie Unk is, and I want to explain how we met. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let it rip. Well, how did we meet? We met at Richard Fox Big Dick's wedding, right? We, yeah, we did meet at, uh, at Fox's wedding. Um, yeah, my youngest – no, sorry, my oldest – um, was a ring bear in the <laughs> wedding, and um, I'm gonna actually use this time to poke fun at Fox just for just absolutely. For, this is what I this whole show is about, man. Making fun. <laughs> of so Fox's wedding, right? Yeah, the only wedding party that I've been been asked to be in, and because he, I think he asked Colleen to marry him on Christmas Eve. So he <laughs> called me. He's all excited. Said, "Hey, I want you to be in the wedding party. You know, I'm I'm excited. It's great." 
And a year later, he asked me not to be in his wedding party. <laughs> Wait, what? But uh, but he's like, Jackson can still be the ring bearer. I'm like, so you mean to tell me I can do all the <laughs> wedding activities and I don't have to be in the wedding? He's like, yes. And I said, I love you. Like, I'll, I'll hug you right now. This is, right. this is fantastic. So the short story of that is Colleen, one of her bridesmaids, backed out. And uh. so, and I was actually that summer before I was in five weddings and you and were I, just burnt out and I was kind of, I was complaining to Fox about it. And so he's like, Oh, Eddie's not going to mind if we back out, but I still like to make fun of him for being in, asked to be in the wedding party that asked not to be in the wedding party. So for sure. Hey, oh, uh, <laughs> now you went to GU, right? I did go to GU graduated Is, in uh, 2000. Now do you graduated uh, with, with Foxy, is that how y'all met? How'd y'all yeah, meet? Uh, actually, I met Fox through Kyle Bankhead. Um, Banks is from Walla Walla. And huh. so I think I was a senior at GU and Banks was a redshirt freshman. Uh-huh. And then I moved to Seattle for a bit. And then the company I was with promoted me and sent me back to Spokane. And then I just started hanging out with, uh, <clears throat> with Banks a lot more. And then that's how I got to know Fox. And then that's how I got to know Violet step um, but i actually knew gord before before all those guys i'm not bankhead but before fox and, and violet really uh yeah. so so what was a young fox and bankhead like back in the day in, <laughs> in college um, you can't give us all the secrets obviously they they got your your address so they <laughs> you know they can't you can't tell them everything no no um believe it or not fox was fox was more surly in his early twenties than he is now. Really? Yeah. He was, uh, <laughs> he, yeah, he was, he was, uh, a, a grumpy, grumpy guy. You know? Cause when I see him on TV, he's so professional. Oh, he's fantastic. He's fantastic. But he, you know, he does the games like no one's business. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. For, for you listeners out there, Fox, when, when he's on his game, he's uncle Foxy, like fun, <laughs> team fun incorporated. But when we get serious, he switches to Papa Bear like really quick. Oh, really? So, oh, so um, so he got uh, he got actually nicknamed Papa Bear on the way down to the Final Four by uh, myself and you know Cliff Poffinroth. I'm I'm not sure. I'm the worst with names, okay. man. Okay. I'm the worst. Cliff and I, we had a long long drive down to Phoenix. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. So that's where Fox got his nickname, Papa Bear. <laughs> We just call him Big Dick on the show. <laughs> Big Dick, all right. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. And then, uh, I mean, get back to your second part of your question. Bankhead, in his, you know, in his youth and early 20s, is probably not, not much different than Banks right now in his late 30s, early 40s. Okay, that explains everything. Super serious, taking every, has a beer once and twice, and maybe. And, yeah, I, uh, I already know that Bankhead. <laughs> Oh, but, I've been with Bankhead a couple times when he's he's turned it loose a little bit. Oh man! Well, no, that's he's he's always been super professional when I've been around. So oh, okay, so I I can't knock the man. Well, he was he was like he was at Gonzaga. Let me think on my visit, and then right when I came to GU, that's when he moved to. Uh, San Diego, University of San Diego. Okay. So we never really – we crossed paths, but we never really, like – we never really hung out like that. So 
I, but I've always heard Bankhead's a super fun guy to be with. He's he's a uh, he, he is a lot of fun when when it's uh when it's go time. He's he's ready to get the fifth gear for sure. Now you run a roof company, don't you? I don't actually. Okay, so I don't run a roofing company. I work for a company called the MacArthur Company. Uh huh. Um, we're based in St. Paul, Minnesota. Um, been around 107 years, and we. We sell building supplies, and we concentrate really in four arenas. We have commercial roofing, residential roofing. Then we have an HVAC and mechanical insulation side of the business, too, and we're a distributor to roofing contractors, HVAC, sheet metal shops, and, uh, mechanical insulators. So I, I kind of joke with people that like what we sell isn't, Sexy, it's not like medical devices. <laughs> medical <laughs> devices is sexy to you? Well, I mean, it's more than like, oh, we're talking about, you know, fiberglass pipe covering and <laughs> the R value and the fire ratings of, of things like, like this. But it's the people that I work with and the customers we get to work with are make, make my job fantastic. But also, I also tell people too, on the flip side, if you have young kids, to call me because I have a lot of spec sheets that I can send them to read to their kids and get them to go to sleep. So there's a lot of, a it's, lot of just, it's just monotonous kind of like it's yeah, it's not the pretty, it's not the pretty stuff, but someone has to do it. Right. Oh, absolutely. No, it's, but it's, like I said, it's the people I work with and the people, the customers we get to call on and entertain. That's, that's, it makes, makes the company and the company's like I said, been around 107 years. So I got questions because I got, I got some questions about the roofing industry now because the big Ryan Edwards dipper, he sells roofs. He sells roofs. Okay. Yeah. So I hear a lot of like, now do you go over, do you go around and like go sell roofs by appointments or what? How does that work? So, so we actually sell to like, I would sell to a Ryan Edwards. And oh. Ryan goes out and sells the roof to the homeowner or to the commercial property owner. Um, so, yeah, the roofing contractors do not want me quoting roofs, nor do they want me getting on a roof to measure it. Dip tells me he, he'll go and he'll let me know. He tells me all the stories about uh, all the stories about like roofing and what to look for and He'll we'll drive in the neighborhood and he'll be like, "That's a bad roof." No, he needs to do. A lot of people need new roofs all the time. Um, I think it's yeah, it's overwhelming. Not overwhelming, but I mean, a large portion of people um, do need a new roof, and it's one of the most important pieces of your house. It protects <laughs> protects your house. I know we're talking about roofs here. People are like, "What the? F-? What's you going know? on here?" You know, but, but truthfully, it's like it's. It's one of the most important things to protect your house, and it's the thing that people want to spend the least amount of money on. Right. No, they try so, to bargain with Dipper, and if anyone needs a roof, holler at Big Ryan Edwards. He, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he's, who does Ryan work for? Good question. That's a good, good question. He's in town, though, and he drives around. I'll, let, I'll get you guys connected because okay. – yeah, he's a good – he's top salesman on his company right now. Oh, I like that. I like that. Now, you know, that's what Zags do, baby. <laughs> so, but, the guy that size, does he actually get up on the roof? Uh, yes. Oh, good for him. 
Okay, exactly. Could you imagine his big ass on your <laughs> roof? I'd be terrified him putting a hole through it. Oh, <laughs> I think it'd be fair. It'd be sight to see. I'm oh, it would be. Right. Just to get up, just to see. It'd be like a big grizzly bear running around oh. on your roof. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Fantastic. Hey, no, but your other, the real reason why I want you on this show is uh, because we're talking wine. Here. We're talking vino. Now, you have your own vineyard, right, down in, in uh, Walla Walla. Walla Walla, yes. So, now, what, I mean, what are we working with? How, what do we, explain to me what we're working with over there. Okay, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to explain our layout to those. Layman that, terms, please. I will, Lame. Do that. I will do that. So the, the people that have been to Walla Walla and have been wine tasting, they're familiar with Leonetti. And I'm sure they're familiar with another winery called Tranche. So, what is it called? What's your wine called? Well, this isn't us. I'm just giving the layout of, of where our vineyard's at. Okay. The people that have been in, in, in Walla Walla that have been out wine tasting. So Leonetti is probably the biggest name in, in the wine industry in Walla Walla. Uh-huh. Um, and they are probably, their vineyard and, their, and the winery itself is probably a mile from, from my house. And then Tranche's vineyard butts up to our land. So I can see Tranche's vineyard from my view right now. Really? Uh, so, yeah. So we're, um, we're, I guess we're in the east part of Walla Walla. Uh, huh. Tranche's vineyard and winery are, I mean, I could walk through some wheat fields through a vineyard and be at Tranche's, <clears throat> Tranche's winery um, right now if I desire to do so, but driving there is much easier. Um, so we've got, so behind me where I'm sitting, we've got 26 and a half acres of a vineyard called the Dwelly Vineyard, um, established in 2001. So we've, we have a, a wide variety of, of grapes. Um, so we got Merlot, Cab Sauv, Cab Franc, Sangiovese, Dolcetto, Malbec, Carmenere, Syrah, and Viognier. So that's two, four, six, eight, nine. So we, much like the roofing and HVC Mechanical, we just have the vineyard. And so like we sell to like Barrister Winery there in Spokane, Greg Lipsker and his crew um, joined us from the, from the very get go. Um, a couple of local wineries here, Roti Cellars, which Sean Boyd, AKA Big Perp. Yep. Um, in my opinion, not because he's a friend of mine, but it's, I, I think it's the best wine in the Valley. Um, Walla Walla Vintners, another, another um, name that people might recognize that we sell to Canoe Ridge, Savaya. So um, yeah, so I'm just out here on this to put a plug in about the MacArthur company for one, the Diwali vineyard for two, and uh, just get, uh, get some more recognition out there. And, and so we can, um, get some of this fruit off the vines because oh, you, 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 I'm a cab guy. You're a cab guy. Okay. Yeah. Now my wife always tells me cabs get you a little more drunker. Is that true? You know, <laughs> what, what gets, what is, what is your best wine? And then like, and what's your best cab for, for me? You know, that's a great, that's a great question. Um, I am not the wine sommelier, I, I, I should say, but 
like I told you before a couple times, if you and your wife come down here, we'll get you set up to at Roti um, and let those guys do do uh, put you through a tasting, and, and uh, they'll 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 get you dialed in for sure. Now, do you know how to taste? Um, I know how to guzzle. Is that the same? There's a certain way, right? You have to taste. You got to you got to stir it first, right? Yeah, you got to swirl it, and then a lot of people smell it, and then they swirl it because they want to see this is like see the number of legs that that come down. Okay, now layman's terms here. I need what is a wag? Leg, leg, leg. Like what is that? Two legs. It's uh, when you swirl. You know, I don't really know. I mean, all Eddie, come on, Eddie. Scientific facts of it, but it's the like when you swirl the wine, and and when the wine comes down the inside of the glass, they can. Oh, it's that how slow? Does it need to be slow or fast? Um, that's a great question. I truly don't know. Okay, okay. So you swirl, then you you smell, and then you taste. And um, if you're going through a tasting, a lot of people will will just get the taste and then spit it into a bucket. so not like for that, me. That's what's the point of what's the point then? Well, absolutely. It's like you know, it's going going to an ice cream shop and and yeah. getting sugar free ice cream or something. That, there's, <laughs> there's not a point. But, no, I'm I'm with you on that. Um, so, so okay, going back to it then. All right, if I'm if I'm going in your vineyard, you mm-hmm. guys have more than one cab or just. What are we working with? Or we have multiple we have two, cabs. We have, a, we have a cab saw and then a cab franc. And now, now with that cab, is your cab franc the one I'm I'm working with right now? Um, let's go. I would go with the uh, I would go with the cab saw. That's I'm more of a cab saw guy. Okay. So that being said, what is the meal I need to go with this? Ooh, ooh. You know they always they always say reds. You want to pair with with uh with some sort of red meat um Ooh, like a did, steak yeah i just smoked i smoked some tri-tip a couple weekends ago i would go with a tri-tip oh yes now you don't eat all red wine or and I, I all red wine or do you do some white wine as well we we so we, we do have some uh some white viognier um but but mostly reds yeah there we go because then you can have steaks i don't think white wine goes with a steak like a red wine no, does no no not even close not even close are you uh are you your wife rosé guys or that's the that's the pink wine correct 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 now why where does that come from just different types of grapes or or how does that work? Like, it's, or is it just white wine that's been fermented in a red box? I don't know. <laughs> it's a, yeah, it's different, different blends for sure. Uh, on <laughs> white wine fermented in a, in a red box. That's I'm gonna go with that. I'm gonna ask. <laughs> so when you make straw, you just white wine and ferment it in a red box. I you know, I don't know. I'm just saying like that's that's I I've always wondered is it this is this a pink grape? Cuz <laughs> I don't I don't reckon I've ever seen a pink grape before. So I'm like uh so yeah. bro, they don't sell pink grapes at the grocery store, right? Yeah, exactly. It's always been green and and like purple. So yeah. I, yeah uh, so, I mean, uh, that, 
That is a great question because, I mean, there are some breweries that will brew wine – or not wine, sorry, beer in, like, old, like, whiskey kegs. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that will change the color of the of the beer for sure. You know, no, that's what I'm saying. I didn't know if that was the with the wine, too. You know, I, I'm – I've never really seen how uh, Vanessa, my wife's, her grandfather makes wine out of his basement, but he doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't do the big things like what you guys be doing. So I was just curious on how that, do you smash the grapes over there too? Um, I, I actually don't. That's all, that's all the, the, the vintners that will pull the fruit. They do all that at their, at their crush pads, at their sites. Um, I have helped with, with crush but i um, i actually haven't jumped in with my feet and stomp grapes that way if that's what you're if that's what you're asking well that is exactly what i'm asking because if i'm going to have some wine i don't want eddie's feet <laughs> my wine. if i'm having wine i don't want eddie's feet in that either so. <laughs> <laughs> like, so how can we get some of your wine where can we go to find this stuff if, if um <clears throat> you can go to um actually so the vineyard we if if anyone's interested in buying some fruit or looking for um a little bit some merlot or cab sauv or you know malbec or whatever um the website's dwellyvineyard.com mm-hmm. um kind of give you the family history learn more about about the wine um what we're really trying to do is get people out here for tours to get up to the vineyard you know, it's a great view of the valley, um, and and go from there. So go to uh, www.dwelly, which is d w e l l e y vineyard.com to learn more. And then uh, <clears throat> if people want to come to Walla Walla, and, and uh, <clears throat> I can get them in touch with with a handful of wineries, or they can they can go out on their own, or if they just want some uh, advice on, on wineries to go to or restaurants to go to. Um, yeah. Well, so. when did Walla Walla, because I've always known Walla Walla for a prison. prison and, so, and, sweet and sweet onions. And, and so when did Walla Walla become this wine country? Where did this all, has it always been that way? You guys just use the prisoners as your grape <laughs> pullers or what? Absolutely. They're, they're, it's cheap labor. Yeah, it's cheap labor, exactly. Like what? Like when did has it always been a wine country thing, or has it just happened in the last ten to twenty years? It's uh, well, there's always been wineries here, but it's really, it's really blown up. I'd say in the last twenty years, mm-hmm. um, yeah, fifteen to twenty years. I and mean, there's Lee Nettie, like I mentioned earlier, was one of the first wineries. Lay Cole, uh, Woodward Canyon, um. They're three of the first five big wineries, and then um, it just slowly started started taking off. Um, and it's been great. I mean, it's shoot, it's revitalized, you know, downtown with with restaurants and shops and and tourism. So that's been it's been a it's been a fun industry for sure. <clears throat> oh, I'm, trust me, if your job is to drink wine and taste wine, I think your job is just fine. Yeah. You're, you're, uh, I mean, you got to taste, right? You got to make, got to sample the product to make sure you're going to like it. Now, and, and that when you sample it, like, do you sample it throughout the whole course? Um, yeah, like, the, the winemakers, they will, they, they'll sample throughout the, <clears throat> throughout the, uh, 
the whole course. There's a the winemaking. There's a whole whole science behind it. Actually, the community college here has their own enology and viticulture school, putting people through the winemaking process. So, and that's been that's brought brought a lot of attention to to the wine industry in Walla Walla as well. <clears throat> well, this may be because I'm a dumbass, but I'm going to ask this question: What makes a four hundred dollar bottle and a $20 bottle <laughs> um, because it just, to me, it, all it is, is age. It, that's what I see when I, when I look at buying wine, I'm like, Oh, it's five years old. This, Oh, it's a, it's $400. That's why I'm paying a hundred bucks or whatever, 75 bucks for each year that it's been just sitting on the shelf. <laughs> um, I'm going to, I'm going to say age and, and, uh, maybe reputation of, of the winery, um, you know, older established, um, wineries, 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 um, marketing, um, you know, name out there, um, supply and demand. So, um, that's what I'd say. So a newer, newer vintner, I mean, I'm not sure they can come out of the gates with a hundred, $200, $300 bottle of wine. Absolutely not. So, I mean, I'm, I'm just as happy with a $15 bottle as, as I would be with a $150, $200 bottle. You, have you tried, have you tried Freak Show? <laughs> Freak Show? Now, we're still talking about wine, right? Absolutely. <laughs> okay, okay. I buy the wine just based off of the label alone. <laughs> Freak show. I have not tried you Freak never, Show. Oh, dude, they have a cab that is so heavy, and it's, oh. Man, I I'm done after a bottle. I am feeling heavy, tie. Oh, it it hits the spot. You've never heard of Freak Show? I see it at no. Safeway all the time. Safeway. What's the uh, what is the price point? About twenty five. Oh, perfect. Freak yeah, show. check so, it out. I I didn't. I, the only reason why I was like, oh, you know what? Tonight my family is a bit of a freak show, so. <laughs> Here I'm I gonna go. get this bottle, and since then, that's the bottle. If I'm going to go, you know, a little nicer wine for me, I'll go with. Uh, I'm not doing the Carlos Rossi anymore, so I'm doing actual decent bottles. So I, I grab Freak Show, man. Freak Show, I like. It. You, so, you never heard of it? Never heard of it. So I mean, describe the label. If it's, you could. it's like. Um, have you ever? Do you watch? Um, American Horror Story. Um, I've seen it. Yeah, well, there's a, a legit like freak show circus ep- season. Well, that's kind of what this the the cover of or the label of this. It's like a circus freak show like label, and it has like all the old like carny looking things on a, a label. It caught my attention. <laughs> That's of course it caught my attention. Anything oh, with freak, absolutely. Yeah, anything that has freak in it is going to catch my attention. No question. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, oh man, but no, Eddie, I greatly appreciate your time, man, and I greatly appreciate you coming on the show. And I hope we can taste some wine soon. Oh, absolutely. Once, uh, <clears throat> once we get back to normal times, we'd love to. Like I said, love to have you and and uh, your wife Vanessa. You said, "Yep, yep." Down here and and uh, host you, take you around and and 
get some of those heavy cabs and hopefully we can can keep you keep you upright oh man the goal is to stay upright but if it doesn't it doesn't happen you know but <laughs> i greatly appreciate you jack couldn't make it he loves he loves to hear these type of episodes i like to give him shit for it but um jack couldn't make it he wanted to be here and he says thank you for being on the show as well so we appreciate you eddie and anytime you want to bring out a new label or new wine let us know Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.